Hi everyone, you're listening to the Shegulola Salami Show. It's a show set in a virtual cafe, and I'm your host, Shegulola Salami. The show is about books and publishing, and guests from all over the world come on the show to share their expertise, motivate, educate, and inspire. If you enjoy the show, please do subscribe to it and tell your friends as well. As it's a virtual cafe, what can I offer you now? This is the first episode that I'm going to be having since the lockdown started. Um, and hopefully um, we would be offering you more value and helping you cope better with the pandemic here. Long London has recently gone into tier four lockdown restrictions. So there's been chaos. But, you know, hopefully this will help you out, you know, relax and hopefully it will be worth your while. Um, so it is a virtual cafe. So let's see who we've got in the virtual cafe with me today. Hi, I'm Rebecca Whiteway. I'm a 23-year-old from Ontario, Canada. Uh, I am an aspiring writer, currently working two jobs and managing my own website on the side to sort of get my name out there. And today I'm here to talk about how to start working towards your dream career while avoiding that inevitable burnout, especially during this lockdown. We all have a lot of time on our hands now, so it's a perfect time to get started working towards that. Awesome, awesome, because I think I, I need to do that as well, you know, sort of learn how to not burn out because there's just so much going on, you know, being a parent, working, the pandemic, greater restrictions. Yesterday when we were, um, you know, this show is recorded, so, you know, you're, this is not in real time, but yesterday <laughs> when, uh, no, actually, you know, two days ago, I went to sleep around eight o'clock because I was so shattered, right? Um, and it felt like mm -hmm. I blinked, woke up, and it was 2 a.m. the following day. And then I went on Facebook and I'm like, oh no, there's a pan, you know, that we are in what, that tier, tier four restriction. I'm like, how have I just slept and woken up and it feels like the zombie apocalypse, right? And I was thinking, should I be stockpiling food? Because not only do we have to do, deal with the you know, fallout of the tier four restrictions, we also have to deal with Brexit. And it's like, well, food, is there going to be food coming into London, into the UK? What's, you know, so we just have so much to consider, right? So mm -hmm. I think, you know, you would really be helping me personally to not get overwhelmed with everything that's going on in the UK right now. And I guess the rest of the world. Yeah, definitely. It's been pretty crazy here in Canada as well. Um, I work in a pharmacy slash grocery and just it's been so crazy, some of the lineups and the fights over toilet paper, everybody's really stressed. <laughs> and this is really a time when we all have to stick together, come together and, you know, just really be there for each other. Right. Okay. Yes, no, that's true. But, you know, th this is a virtual cafe. And, you know, before we start off, what would you normally have if you went to a real cafe? <laughs> um, I would go for my usual French vanilla cappuccino, and if I feel like it, probably a breakfast sandwich with lots of sausage and bacon. Nice, nice. My go-to, like if I go to a cafe, I feel like mm -hmm. I've not had anything. I feel empty if I don't have my hot chocolate. Like hot chocolate is my go-to thing. It's the one that brings a smile to mm -hmm. my face. It makes everything right in the world, no matter how world, even if it was the zombie apocalypse, as long as I have my <laughs> hot chocolate, I'm good. Everything is right in the world perfect on a cold winter day for sure exactly especially within light of everything that's you know that's been going on um mm -hmm. and then my sort of pastry i like bagels and i like croissant plain croissant plain bagels i don't really like the different flavors i think it takes away from it 
but that's just mm -hmm. you know my preference um okay awesome so i so when you were talking earlier on i kind of picked up that you've got two jobs and then you've also got a website what's your website about my website is um a place where i post short stories and i try to update data every week um you can just go on there and read it for free it's a non-profit thing uh hopefully it'll cure a lot of people's boredom during this pandemic and I feel like it's just a really great way for me to do what I love to do and start to get my name out there. Yeah and what sort of genre of the short stories you write? Uh, it's a little bit of everything so currently um, there's an ongoing drama on the site but before that there was a couple of thrillers um, and just a couple of uh, kid-friendly stories it's you know it's kind of all over the place. I think there's a story on there for everyone. And of course, okay. the library is always growing. So. Okay. So do you write the stories all by yourself or do, you, or do other people contribute? Oh, uh, completely by myself. Um, usually oh. either work or after work, on my breaks, <laughs> um, anywhere I can find inspiration, whatever comes to me. I'm always thinking of my next story, um, you know, inspiration comes in the weirdest places. So my laptop is always with me. Uh, so it's just me writing them whenever I can, uh, whenever the ideas come to me. Okay, awesome. Right, but then how do you manage though two jobs in sort of writing? I guess you're sort of doing it when you're between shifts or how, do, how are you managing everything? Yeah, the, um, that's exactly right. I do write in between shifts. Um, the key, I think, to manage such a heavy workload um, is to just make sure that what you're doing is something that you really want to do. So for me, writing is something that I really want to do. So I'm willing to sacrifice a lot for it, including my free time, my downtime. I have no problem sacrificing that stuff for it. So, you know, when I, when I come home, even if I'm tired or something, I'm right back working towards that, working towards my goal. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm just looking at my daughter. Uh, she's she's eating um, as we as we're talking. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But then, so just back to what you had said earlier on. Um, how are you working towards your dream? And how? What advice, or should I say, what five tips? Because you're sort of talking about two different things: working mm -hmm. towards your dream and avoiding burnout. Do you mm -hmm. think that both of them are linked, or would like, or do you think they're separate issues? Like, how would you? If some, anyone who is listening now, what would you say to them? Okay, five ways to work towards your dream or five ways to avoid burnout or five ways to work towards your dream whilst avoiding burnout. Like what would, would you uh, Well, I think, I think they're definitely linked because I think burnout is gonna inevitably come. You can't avoid it, um, but you've gotta make sure that what you're working towards is something that you really wanna do so that when burnout does come, you're able to bounce back and you're able to bounce back with ease. Um, and it's, you've got to listen to your body as well. You know, if your body is telling you to take a rest, take a rest, but don't overdo it as well because you're just going to lose that momentum. All right. Okay. Two o'clock. I thought you were going to give me five tips on how to, on how to do Oh, I see. I see. Uh, I apologize. Okay. I think another thing to do to start working towards it 
for me personally, um, a first step to take is to start building your own website. Um, this is, you know, it sounds like it's a daunting task, but truthfully, there's a lot of uh, companies out there where they do all the heavy lifting for you. You just work on the designs, um, you pay them a small fee and you're good to go. And I think that's a good first step to take because it starts to get your name out there. It starts to get people to take you and your brand seriously. And it starts to um, get some interaction happening there. Um, and I think when you do take breaks, when you do take that downtime, I think it's important to, you know, if, if when you relax, you like to watch TV, for example, then maybe instead of watching something frivolous, maybe watch something that keeps you focused on your goal so that even on your downtime, you're still thinking about what you're working towards. You're still in the background thinking of new ways you can improve your brand, you can grow your image. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so how have you found the process though in building your own brand and you know avoiding burnout at the same time? Because I imagine working two jobs instead of you know being a writer, that can get mm -hmm. really, really overwhelming at one point or the other. Um, it, it was, it still is. It's been a huge learning experience, but a very enjoyable one. Um, I really learned a lot about myself in the process. And at the beginning, it was a very difficult, I'll have to say. But eventually, I sort of got into a groove and I started to, you know, learn my limits. And I think it's important um, not to push yourself so much all the time, but to learn your limits and work within them. And be as productive as you possibly can within those limits. Um, and then once I kind of got into that groove, um, it, things just started flowing naturally. And I kind of started learning how to manage my time and my mental energy in the best way that was possible to keep things on schedule and keep things flowing and growing. That, that makes sense. That makes sense so much. But so apart from your writing, do you have any, uh, so apart from your writing on your website, um, mm -hmm. do you have any other published work? Uh, no, not at the moment, but I am also working on the side um, separately on an ebook that I plan to self-publish sometime in the year 2021. Oh, okay, and what would that be about? Um, it will be some things from the website, but there will also be some uh, standalone stories. So I think uh, for now, it's just going to be a collection of short stories, but mostly mostly new ones that you won't be able to find on the site. And then if people like what I do, they can um, they can go check that out. And of course, if they if they choose not to, there's always the free stuff on the site. That's for anyone to view anytime. Okay, that's fine. So did you say you started working on this ebook now? Yes. Okay. Have you made it available for pre-order? Uh, no, no, not yet. No. Um, I'm still working. <laughs> um, no, I haven't quite. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. I haven't uh, quite gotten the design ready, the um, you know, well, synopsis and stuff so far. I'm working that's, on the that's, content. That's fine. It's, you know, it's perfectly fine. One of the things that I like about, you know, publishing, self-publishing through Amazon 
it's that, you know, it just sort of allows you to start building momentum. It allows you to, when you, for instance, when you're talking about it, so for instance, anyone who is listening to this now could just think, oh, you know what? I'm going to pre-order this just in sort of when your book is finally released, um, mm-hmm. they, would, they would be one of the first people to get it. And you don't have to have the most perfect, you know, um, book cover. So Amazon has a feature that they would allow you to just design, you know, a book. So you could put the name, whatever, even if it's a temporary name, you put a temporary name, put your name there, um, and then it creates the page for you. So for instance, you know, I could then, if I had it, if you had already done that, I could then add it to the show notes and say, well, if you've listened to this episode, you know, this is the link to pre-order the book that, you know, Rebecca was talking about. And anyone who likes it would then go on Amazon to pre-order it. Or if you wanted Mm -hmm. to use another self-publishing platform, again, that just gives you, so this is one of the ways that I've learned that when you're doing something, you don't wait until it's perfected, right? Mm -hmm. You start building momentum, you start trying to get people aware of your brand. Um, and this is a principle that, uh, or a way that not just, you know, authors use, you know, even big brands, you know, say iPhone, let's say a new iPhone is going to come out, you see that uh, Apple, you know, they'll be talking about it, telling everyone, hey, come and review it. And, you know, they sort of start building hype and start building momentum about this new product that they're going to be bringing out uh, and getting people really worked up and like, yes, I want it. And you see people queuing <laughs> and end. so you could then do something similar. So if you already have an idea, you just go put it, put the name, boom, that's it. And then you just go on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media you're on and you start telling people about it. So even though you've not finished the book, you've probably not even written the first page, it is perfectly fine as long as you still do the work to finish it. And then the more, when you then see people that are pre-ordering your book, it actually then motivates you to do more. Um, so that's one of the things that I learned when I first published, when I published my first book, because, and I do say this all the time to people who have listened to my show before they would, they would, they would know this. And I remember when I wrote my first book, and this is all about you, but you know, part of me, you know, so hijacking your story. Um, but when I my first book, I went to an Amazon and I published it, you know, I, I uploaded the book, published, and then I was thinking, you go girl, it's time to make the ka-ching. So I published and then I was waiting. I was like, okay, so when are the orders going to come in? I hadn't done any marketing, no nothing. I just was so delusional. I just thought that once I uploaded it, Amazon would send an email to everyone. Like, why wouldn't Amazon want to do that? I'm taking my time to write this amazing book, right? Like, why mm-hmm. would Amazon not want to go and tell everybody on my behalf to go and buy this amazing book that I've written? So there I was, I was waiting and then I would click refresh refresh over and over what's going on here why 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 is nothing why is nothing happening why am i not getting you know seeing email notifications with you know hundreds of orders immediately so i had to then go and beg my friend (laughs) (laughs) go and order my book maybe there's something wrong with you know this maybe it's faulty so my friends went to go and buy my book thank you so much so i'd gone from zero to a couple of orders by my friend. I was like, okay, so it's working. So maybe people, and so that was where I got the learning process. And I find that if you do once, I feel like if I'd known about all these different steps and worked my way in advance, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be sitting there clicking refresh saying, okay, Amazon, where's my money? <laughs> yeah, I think that, that kind of stuff, it's, it's just a, it's a very slow burn. Um, when you're trying to 
sell your your product. I think it takes a long time, probably a few years at least to get to where you want to be, you know, even from when you start. Yes. But that's why I think I it'll think... still take a while. Hmm. Yeah, but that's why I think it's um, <clears throat> important to start doing the work beforehand. So don't wait till the very last minute start doing it beforehand, start talking to people, you know, go, oh, you know what, I've been writing a book or I've been in the process of writing a book. You know, when you get mm -hmm. a minute, please go and pre-order my book, right? Mm -hmm. Then that gives people, oh, okay, this book is available for pre-order. I can order it now, but then when it's released, say in three months time, four months time, whatever time frame you want to give it, then they're going to be one of the first people to have your books. Yeah, that's a fantastic idea. I honestly did not think about that before. So I, I appreciate you sharing that story um, and that advice with me. So I will definitely, yeah. I will definitely be doing that right after this recording. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and what is the link to your website? Uh, so it's www.rebeccascheer.ca. Okay, can you just say that one more time, please? www.rebeccascheer.ca .ca awesome right and are you has it on your website does it have, have links to your social media pages it does it has links to instagram facebook and goodreads okay that's fine and do you want use one username across all the platforms one more time sorry do you use one username across all platforms or are they different uh, I can't always get my, just my plain Rebecca Whiteway name, but I try, I've been trying to get the names as consistent as possible. It'll, it'll either be Rebecca Whiteway or Rebecca's Cheer. Ah, okay. Awesome. Well, when people go on your website, I think they'll be able to get all the details, um, from you. Um, so are you able to summarize for, you know, people who have listened, because, you know, they've listened to us chat a bit. And, you know, just to summarize, you know, everything that we've talked about, um, you know, about how to avoid burnout and build your brand. Uh, well, I think, I think the most important thing is to just make sure that what you're working towards is something that you really, really want to do, you know, more than just for anything else in life. And that way, when the burnout does come, you just keep bouncing back from that. I think that is the most important step is to just make sure that it's something you you really, really want. Because otherwise yeah. it's gonna be harder and harder to put the work in. It's gonna be harder to work through that burnout. Um, and if it's if it's something that you only, you know, you kind of want or you kind of like doing, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think it's gonna work out because when it gets tough, it's gonna be hard to not just give up and just say, you know, well, I quit. Hmm. Right. Awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today on the Shagilala Salami show. And I hope Likewise. the listeners have enjoyed, you know, chatting and listening to our conversation um, as well. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for your time. And thank you to the listeners. Um, until next time, it is the Shagilala Salami show. Bye now. And that brings us to the end of today's episode of the Shagilala Salami show. 
Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening to today's episode. Um, I would really appreciate it if you would consider leaving a review of the show because it sort of helps me know what I'm doing right, what I'm not doing so right, and what I need to improve. Um, If you know anyone else who would benefit um, or who would enjoy the show, please do share the show with everyone in your network. Thank you very much. And until next time, again, it is the Shekilola Salami Show. Bye now. (laughs) 